The part that you're wrong about, though, is that we didn't want to have you. Because we definitely wanted to have you. We just felt like you didn't want to come. Yeah. I don't... Again, we've gone back and forth about this. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's a bullshit excuse. What is a proud boy? What is a proud boy? You went on Gavin McInnes' show. That doesn't mean I, I know listened. his whole thing. Did you, did you check it out? I yeah. listened. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, it was fun. Let's, uh, let's it was it, short. It was quick. Let's introduce yeah, everybody quick. that's here. I don't want people to be surprised. We have two special guests, uh, both people that have not been on the podcast in a while. Uh, I'll go by order of importance uh, reverse. The first one is <laughs> uh, comedian Adi Gordon. Uh Widely described as one of our worst guests. Like, <laughs> widely described? Wait, hold on. How is that because your audience base is like three people? Counting hey, Isaac. We got, counting plenty, Isaac. we got plenty of people that listen. Counting Isaac. Just so you know, I'm on one of, I am one of the voting board members. And <laughs> yeah. I still have you ranked number two. All three <laughs> listeners are here. Including Dave of Kentucky, who sent his very first critical email about audio. Oh, that was his very first? Yeah. Oh, Damn. you didn't tell me that. That makes me feel special. Yeah. You and Heather are now... Uh, on Dave's yeah. list. She, yeah, she, you got a long way to go, buddy. Not fans. And then our <laughs> other special guest, uh, we just had an entire episode related to a certain uh, controversy uh, related to him. So listen to that if you don't know the background. It's called a very Denny episode, but Josh Denny's here. Hey. Or he could just, you know, like listen to any podcast really <laughs> in the last six weeks yeah that's true <laughs> and you'll hear his name you'll hear it brought you'll, up you'll in some capacity about him i thought it's uh, so cool like you can look at the whole way the thing shook out however you want but there is something cool about the fact that like dudes who just started a podcast in their mom's garage two weeks ago are talking about this and it's like it is something that is on their radar and it's there's been a lot of cool like back and forth and debates and discussion and and regardless of whether or not you think that's a good thing i think it's interesting yeah, I think it's cool that it's got people asking questions that they didn't think about a month ago. Right. Before we delve too far okay. into your end, I, I do want to make sure that we shit on Adi for a little bit before we get. <laughs> okay. Let's shit on Adi. Um, when Adi was on last in 2016, towards the end of the year, and I just want to play uh, a little segment of Adi's appearance where he had taken way too much pre-workout. Pre-workout. What is, is that? Another name for or who? anabolic steroids. Yeah, so I I uh I had planned on getting a workout in in the morning. Yeah. And I uh I took some pre-workout um I don't remember the name of the pre-workout anymore, but um, oh, cool. some it's... of the ingredients in the workout or in the pre-workout mixture are no longer uh, allowed. No, <laughs> lo they're legal. They're not. They're not. They're illegal. Sorry. Uh, and then, um, and then I came and did the podcast because uh, I, I checked some emails and then I had to get to work. And then next thing I knew, I was driving over to do the podcast. Yeah. Did you yeah. take one before you did my podcast back in like 2016? No, 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 no. We had are, fun. Are you sure? No, no, no. I know. 
You, I know we had fun, but there was a lot. You were definitely high energy. Oh, I'm just a high energy guy. Though, oh, yeah. you know? All right, let's play. Yeah. I want to. This is that we were having a discussion about uh, gay wedding cake controversy, oh, and this wow. is a statement that Adi was trying. When to was make. this? What? Year this was like was this? October 2016. Jesus. So, so it's also it's also it's also the 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 thing is that this conversation hasn't been like I grew up. Try in to a follow really conservative part of the, the country. I grew up in Kansas sentence. and and. This conversation, the way that discrimination, anti-discrimination was taught to us, everybody in our classroom was discrimination is very bad and it's it's awful. And there was no conversation about it. It was just that was bad yeah. because because the only conversation about it was racial. Right. But the thing is, now we're talking about like LGBTQ and the problem QIA. And the problem is that uh, <laughs> the problem is that. All of a sudden, it's a flat. It's a fresh wound, right? It's a fresh what? wound to <laughs> like the conservative way of thinking. A flesh wound, conservative fresh mentality. Wound? And so, and what it's doing is it's drudging back up the racial discrimination thing. So, thing so is, how do you well, how, just like, barreling we've, through? We've just talked about religious discrimination, Charles tries to bail and you out. racial yeah. discrimination, and and um, it was all, it was always a comfortable kind of a thing because. It wasn't like, <laughs> even though if, if you're you one playing? religion and I'm one religion, it's it hilarious. doesn't that interfere that much in terms of like uh, of a cake, a wedding, even the wedding cake, right? And like the apartment. This is just fucking tired. Adi, you sound like Adi, you sound like you're reading my Twitter oh. feed. <laughs> I mean. I remember. First of all, we live in a time. <laughs> like that discrimination was still Turn always this going shit on. Off. Nobody Jesus talks about it. Now we live in a time where it's getting more attention. And also, uh, I mean, this is also our fault what because the, we. What are you... There we go. Well, no, the point I'm trying to. That, <laughs> I like that Isaac's okay, laughing I'm to make, I'm both sorry, in know, past tense and present tense. <laughs> what are you trying to say yeah. here? Uh, that sounded like the best Miss America answer for a question yeah. I've ever heard. This reminded me that we have to take down like. A good portion of our old episodes because these things are sitting on our uh, our feed and people yeah. are able to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and listen to the audio quality the of this episode. The thing about the yeah, it's true. It is. Isaac's not talking into the microphone. Fumbling process yeah. here. But you, Adi you is. Don't have a right as a woman. That's true. Wait, this is bad. That That's remember when you were talking into the kissed. <laughs> It's because I didn't notice it then. It was well, because like, you didn't. Sounds fine. like a courtroom recording. You were talking yeah. like above the microphone, right? Like this and it, yeah, very yeah. embarrassing. I, uh, I remember you not wearing your headphones. I remember. That, yeah, we had to make him thing. start wearing headphones right. because uh, that was the the origin of that. So um, let me just. Let me just defend myself here real quick. Do you quick. want to explain? First, okay. no, long, should I set the timer? Yeah. First of all, I was on. I was on some pre workout. I think that's very evident, and I think the the other element there though is that, you know, I, I might I might have OCD, <laughs> and uh, I think it showed up in that conversation. Do you mean ADD, ADD, or OCD? Both. Oh, right. oh. oh yeah. Uh, well, we talked. We talked. Somebody with that... OCD would not conflate the two. Yeah. All right. Enough shitting. On you know. Cora you know. Hold on. I, I might be. I might have made some mistakes. But I wasn't <laughs> trapped into coming onto this episode and then hearing all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Getting you got, this. You got getting this episode thrown in my face. I don't know. I don't know why this. If you're a regular <laughs> listener, you should know better. I don't know why you're surprised by what happens. Yeah. Clearly, you don't listen to what happens in here. All right. Well, speaking of ambushing, Josh, you <laughs> hey. felt that we had ambushed you. 
you I don't know it, without it, you being here. I, yeah, I don't time. know if it felt ambushy. I told you guys both, and I, I was feverishly, uh, it was like seven in the morning I was working, and I was feverishly texting you both my idea about the, the podcast. It just felt opportunistic. It just felt like, mm. it just felt like, hey, this is a thing that people are talking about, so let's do it from one perspective so that nobody can sort of lump us in with Josh. Yeah, it was definitely opportunistic. I mean, there's no question about that. It was definitely like, oh, this is something we have a personal connection to, so let's make an episode about it. Sure, right? yeah. yeah. I, but I don't 100%. think we also didn't use it opportunistically. It's not like we didn't, you know, we definitely didn't promote, you know, we discuss, we trash D- Josh Denny. Well, that's because yeah. we don't promote our show at well, all. Well, it's pointless. But, <laughs> but, no, but, but hold on. You, you we did. A, your version of opportunity there is having an episode, right? Having a piece of content right. to put up. So right. in that way, it is It was opportunity. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like, yeah. it was definitely coming from that place. The part that you're wrong about, though, is that we didn't want to have you. Because we definitely wanted to have you. We just felt like you didn't want to come. Yeah. I don't. Again, we've gone back and forth about this. I think yeah. that's. I think that's a bullshit excuse. Well, I, why? I, I, Isaac and I kind of have different reasons for why we did it. I think. I think Isaac, when Isaac gets flaked on, he gets pissed. I get yeah. angry forever. And yeah, but that's a separate you and me thing that we could have discussed beforehand yeah. or at a different time if you had felt that way. True. Yes. Yeah. That's one hundred percent true. Yeah. And the thing I appreciate is that when you were pissed about something, you just came forward about it. Of that course. Yeah. I'm not I think. Gonna, I right, think which we, I should have done when you flaked. Yeah, Which yeah. I didn't do. I, but I, but the reason that I personally did not invite you to this, that podcast wasn't vindictive. It wasn't definitely wasn't trying to distance. It was just straight up like, well, Josh flaked last time, so I don't want to like, I don't want to approach you and put pressure on you to come to something in this difficult sure. time. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like I don't want to be like, oh yeah, and by the way, Josh, come on my fucking podcast. No, no, you but, know what I mean? like, no but by all means, uh, and I absolutely would have. But I do think some of that is like situational psychology. By not asking, it allows you to perpetuate the belief in your mind that I think I'm too good to come on the podcast. Yeah, which true. you felt was the motivation for me not showing up the first time. So again, like that's it's confirmation bias by not asking you allow yourself to continue to think that versus by saying, hey, man, like I was really pissed off by that, which is indefensible on my part. And I would have just said, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I was out working super late. I didn't expect to. And I just told these guys I wanted to text you before my fucking head hit the couch when I got home that morning. And I just forgot. And there's no excuse for that. And I didn't wait. I didn't even get to reply to you guys until like way later that afternoon. Just as a background, we had Josh scheduled for an episode that he didn't show up for but yeah, my because th- the blacks took me all over the city <laughs> oh, 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 oh dear god <laughs> isolate that isolate oh, yeah. that that's going that's going as a soundboard clip and right? i, I want to i it yeah. was for, i was very surprised at your reaction because i i honestly was like oh josh knows how isaac and i do shit yeah he's not he's not gonna mind us talking about it at all i i just was like because you had I, this is the the background for the reason. We've discussed this via text, but you tagged me in a post right during the whole thing, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, now he, that's the signal that I can have a public comment because I didn't say anything before that. Sure, I didn't I didn't leap in and and make my own comment. But as soon as I was involved, I was like, "Okay, well, the only platform where I have a number of people that listen to me is here. Like, I don't have a lot of Twitter followers." Nobody gives a shit what I say on Facebook, but people do listen to this podcast. So I was like, well, I'll just, I'll put my opinion there. And then people, if they have questions, which they did after that post, 
they can listen to it and they can hear what my thoughts were on it. Yeah, and I didn't and I didn't realize in the moment the perception that you brought up on the podcast was that I was tagging you in a post where I'm sort of lending credibility to these alt-right people because it's coincidental that they're considered alt-right. The reason I listed them is because they're people who have had their shit taken down for their opinions. Sure. So, like, I put Owen Benjamin because his Twitter had been removed because of his opinions. Steven Crowder has had YouTube videos removed and demonetized because of his opinions. Right. And so it wasn't necessarily cherry-picking. But the reality is, is a lot of these people are right-leaning. And I was I was using those examples more in the perspective of those that attempt to censor versus these are the people that me, Charles, and Adam all agree with and identify with. And that was that was the reason for my point about the darkest hour was like, you know, what Chris told me essentially was like reading Chris, off of Chris, Chris Gorbos, Gorbos, who's one of the owners at Westside. Right. He basically regurgitated that thing that they that horribly low res I don't know where yeah, the they fuck tweeted they a very self righteous thing about we at diversity Westside, and inclusion. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how on earth did our show who uh, who and you and I had joking conversations about this, but because it was important to me, right? Like I even our booking list has a list of like people of color comedians. I think I call it blacks and such. And then it had woman comedians <laughs> oh, and then it had gay comedians. <laughs> but it was important to me that we tried to make that show as inclusive as possible and to make sure that the show represented diversity. And so to tell me that you're canceling a show that focused more on diversity than any other show at your fucking venue because you don't think it's diverse and inclusive is horseshit. Right. And wait, I think okay. that... Wait, can I, I think, just yeah. pop in here? Yeah. Sure, quick. please. The thing is, though, you're saying the point about your Facebook post is that Owen Benjamin's content got taken down because it was of his opinion, but that's not the case. He, he got blocked from Twitter for a while. Or permanently is it? I don't know. He's if it's permanently like, banned now yeah, because okay. of the David Hogg yeah. thing. But but he he the reason that it was because he was harassing people and he was using hate speech, right? And well, let's uh, not get into the discussion of hate speech. But I well, mean, it's against their it's against their terms and services, right? So that's well, which is an interesting point to bring up. So yeah. do you know how many of my tweets that were reported over the course of ten years got taken down by Twitter? Zero, right? Zero. Yeah. Zero. Do you know why? Because yeah. they didn't know about it. No. They absolutely knew about it. A thousand people reported those tweets when that stuff went viral on May 19th. Why didn't any of them get taken down? I mean, the the, the reason probably is because you're up, you're leading to views right on their site. They're they're not thinking not about it all. from any other perspective other than their own monetization. Not well, at all. You it's can't not at say all. That. It's not at all. Right. It's not. Their, it's not. Because at then all. why would they traffic. take down it? But then why would they take down anything? Because it's leading towards a negative perception of Twitter. They only care about their image, right? They're a company. Yeah, but it's, I think that that's it's not. A lot of people you can't, say you're, that. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. True. You're saying it's about impressions, and then you're saying they don't want impressions. Controversy causes impressions. That's why black Twitter is is ninety percent of the activity or whatever, day to day on Twitter. Okay, but but for instance, and I'll, I'll use this example. Um, Logan Paul when he posted that video, and then YouTube didn't take it down until after the scandal, and continued to allow him to monetize it. The reason is because they make fifty five percent of the monetization on every video, right? So they're making money off of it too it's the same thing with twitter twitter got to continue serving ads above and below your posts so they can they got they made money off of your post driving traffic even if it was negative traffic for a while but when the complaints start to get to a certain point they started losing money over it because other people stopped using but it. i don't but think, not a, ahead, I don't think that that's true I, so here's i want to talk about this briefly but then i would 
like to try to make this conversation like something new sure in this vein you know instead of us either just agreeing or arguing about these same points it would be cool to kind of like dig down deep into i don't know maybe like what racism actually is oh god anyway in the short run though <laughs> Uh, just to respond dictionary.com probably yeah. has an opinion yeah. it's your face next to it yeah uh, <laughs> um no so uh this argument is used quite a bit that it's saying no there's no uh for lack of a better word liberal bias in these media institutions it's just money all they care about is money right and so that somehow lets them off the hook for manipulating people because it's just like, okay, well, you're not actually manipulating people. All you really give a fuck about is money. And that, for some reason, like makes it okay. I just don't buy that because, for one, I think it's obvious that there is a bias on Jack, the CEO of Twitter's part, when it comes to left-wing things. I mean, the guy's a vocal liberal. You know, I mean, of course, that's going to filter through the company. All of Silicon Valley is super liberal. If we look at James Damore, that was, if that had happened in a reverse sense, of course uh, he would not have been fired, right? I mean, if he was a black guy, for example, I think he would definitely not have been fired. I mean, if Steve was, Bannon came out of Silicon Valley. Steve Bannon came out of Goldman Sachs, you know, but he now supposedly stands against those things. He also comes out of Hollywood. I mean, the guy did all three, you know, the trifecta. So. <clears throat> I just want to, like, do you truly, honestly believe that the presence of so-called hate speech, which is, you know, saying some of the things that Josh has said or saying some of the things that... Hold on, whoa. No, 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 no <laughs> I'm saying, saying, which can be interpreted be, as... No, 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 but this is precisely why I brought up the question, and it wasn't intended to be rhetorical. I just wanted to see if you knew the answer. There's a reason why not a single tweet was taken down. Because it's not hate speech. Is that what you Because you're there's absolutely yeah. nothing in what I tweeted that are a violation of the terms well, of service. Well, but their terms of service, I've read their terms of service. They're super fucking vague. I mean, it, yes. it's anything, yeah. anything that can be construed as nothing, harm, you but know, is... nothing is directed at a group of people or an individual. They're all statements that are either phrased in the form of a joke, phrased in the form of a question, or don't include hypersensitive language the one thing that i thought was hilarious when people go well if you think the words are equivalent why didn't you use the word in the tweet because it would have violated the terms of service so it's as simple as i i understand the legal vernacular of that and if they were to start to take down my tweets then they start to get into the discriminatory area of well now we just don't like his ideas because well, his all, ideas yeah but they don't take down your tweets what they do is i've seen this on the other end of it what they do is they send you an email that shows a tweet and it says, if you do not take down this tweet yourself, you will be banned. Yeah, I didn't get a single one and of then, those. And then if you do it, then they'll get like another warning. And then if, if you, even if you do take them down, they'll, they can just straight up ban you. You'll sure. get an email that just says you're off. You're I didn't, done, I didn't right? get a single request. But I've to seen people, I've seen like the frog Twitter, Pepe frog fucking guys. Those guys, I know for a fact they were doing the same shit as you. It's jokes, memes, blah, 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 and they've been banned. And but I feel they, like that's not true on the left. I really do. Here's, let me, and let me just say this real quick because you've used – so you, what you're saying, and, and yeah. just so I can clarify, you're saying that their left-leaning agenda, yes. that they're using it, and that people are claiming that it's for capitalistic right. reasons yes. that they're shutting it down, but you're saying it's really their political agenda, yes. and you have a problem with that. Uh, I don't think if you have a platform, which in your fucking 
manifesto or whatever in the Twitter, uh, you know, their, their mission statement is talking truth to power. Yeah. If that's your fucking mission statement, you should not be banning tweets based on their content that you find offensive uh, because of your politics. But yes, by that same I'm logic, right? Like, and you, you know, this is bringing up your, one of your previous arguments is that uh, by that same logic, the NFL, what the NFL is doing, right, where they're stopping players from kneeling for the national anthem and they're punishing those players um, with, with their agenda, right, those NFL owners' agenda, that's the same thing that you're talking about, and you didn't seem to have a problem with that. Well, first of all, well, well, I, hold I've on. never said that I haven't had a problem with that. To pull us back into kind of the, the central theme, the thing that you guys talked about that nobody else talked about was the corporatization of making policy that I think in some cases are contradictory to the Constitution. And so I think we have to be very careful about saying the NFL is a private company. They're allowed to do to their employees whatever they want. But if you are using that guise to strip people of their constitutional rights, then that is the moment where the government should step in and go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Like that would be saying we're a private company. We're allowed to just not employ gay people. Well, hold on a minute. That's fact, a violation of the civil rights. In fact, they're an NPO. They're an NPO, in fact. So it's even it's even more exacerbated, right? Right. But but you guys brought up that point, And I thought I was wait, I, what is an NPO? Non nonprofit organization. Yeah. Right, they don't pay taxes. That's right. Um, no, but th I think that's a, that's an interesting right. thing. You and Charles kind of grazed on the last episode when you talked about my whole thing was that we're getting into this world where well, private companies have the right to, to make whatever decisions they want, and I agree with that. Wait, what did we say exactly that you're referring to? Well, you you started to talk about the fact that we're shifting to a uh, a corporatized state of these decisions being made, where it's like corporations are stepping in and essentially deciding things oh, right, that right, right. contradict the law. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And so you're okay. you're getting into this thing where we go, well they're all private companies, but but here's the thing. If private companies band together and just and this is this is the opposite of liberty, right? If if the consequences and this is what I'm fighting for, by the way. This is why I refuse to apologize for jokes. This is why I, I refuse to apologize for having an opinion is because what happens is it's it's racketeering. Okay, so do you know what racketeering is by definition? The way the mafia did it in the 70s and the way that Bobby Kennedy fought it? I'm getting very oddy here, but I'll bring it back in. <laughs> Racket I don't like that. Racketeering. <laughs> Somebody's taking their pre-workout today. Ra racketeering is essentially if the mafia gets together and goes, hey, you got a real nice restaurant, it'd be a real shame if somebody blew it a fuck apart, right? So maybe if you just do what the fuck we tell you, None of that will happen. That's racketeering. That's that's creating a problem that doesn't exist without your interference. That is exactly what companies like Twitter, YouTube, the agencies in Hollywood, the studios in Hollywood are doing. They're collecting together and they're saying, if you don't think like this and you don't behave like this, you don't get to have an income. Right. And then and if that's if that's if organized that, crime, but that's and also what the NFL is doing. That's absolutely. Also, so there's right leaning companies that are doing. Yeah, it, but and that, see, I don't I don't think that, that that's entirely true. I think that the corporatocracy corporatocracy as a whole, the the party of Davos, as Steve Bannon would call them. That party. One of our attorneys <laughs> is a Jew. That party <laughs> wants no borders, right? They want certain things. They want a, a, an ultra liberal society because that's something they can control. So my question for you is, given that uh, Twitter is what it is, Silicon Valley is what it is, given that during the Super Bowl two years ago, every single commercial was like ultra pro-immigration, when it's like, why? If your bottom line is profit, 
why would you ever continuously hit on these hot button divisive issues that divide everyone when you could That's just because, when, you're when saying, you could when just you avoid just nothing when you could just avoid them. You well, no and so so my question for you is do you truly believe that the reason why twitter polices hate speech which is ultimately has no definition besides what they say it is do you truly believe that's from a capitalistic space or is there some level of political bias going on no i think it's absolutely from a capitalistic space and i think it's from a capitalistic space i Thank will you. say that i think that uh the element of we keep on i think in this discussion we keep on referring to silicon valley as being really liberal but in fact in my experience um i find it to be a, a you know a relatively it, it's not i don't think of it as being very liberal in fact i think of it being pretty fiscally conservative right and from a fiscal conservative standpoint in what way in yeah. in their messaging or in their behavior in in both right um if you talk to the vc funds in silicon valley which i i've had to do um or if you're or even if you're dealing with um you know sea level employees in, in a lot of silicon valley firms they're all there's a lot of them that are very conservative. You mean C suite. C suite. So like CEOs, COOs, yes. CFOs, yeah. yeah. The the people who run the shit. The yeah, C suite. Yeah, yeah, the C suite. Um and and for the most part, those people are incredibly conservative. Um even in our and what uh, happened pseudo, one... pseudo pseudo Silicon Valley here, Silicon Beach here right. in LA. It's the same story. And, and what happened is, when one of them accidentally what happened when one of them accidentally let that show? You mean Teal. No, I'm talking. No, well, Teal's one, but what about the guy who got fired from Google for saying that men and women just choose different career paths, and that's affecting the well, data? First of all, he's he's an. First of all, Google is a is a different case, right? And and also, he what he said was it was a com commentary on Google's employment, right? And that's mm -hmm. a bad look for Google. Yeah, but he, so, he was course. asked to give it. That's what's bullshit. It was about solicited. Story. Yeah, what? He, they asked. It him was for solicited. This. Yes. The, the, he, no, they he, asked. For he, they asked him to they investigate asked him for, the data. They, they asked him for private feedback, and he gave it publicly. No, 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 no. no that was private. They, they, that was given privately to the powers that be it bounced around like the internal chat and then someone leaked it i i, I thought it was publicly given no, that's no, that's no, fucked up no, no, i yeah. agree that's no fucked of up. course yeah. if somebody publicly yeah. comes out with some huge critique then yeah, yeah. obviously but you the, deserve to be fired but this sure. is a great example where he he gave and this happens to jordan peterson all the time he gave an objective oh no he so. gave an objective <laughs> diagnosis it's my Jordan Peterson impression. Uh, oh, it's the first thing Charles has said in 10 minutes. It scared the shit out of me. Uh, it happens to him all the time. You, you give an objective diagnosis of the facts. And it, because it disagrees with the liberal narrative, it automatically becomes right leaning. And that's not reality. That's not real. It is true that the spectrum is starting to dissolve like right left it's hard to really pin down where anybody is anymore you well, i think they're sensical and nonsensical yeah, i mean yeah. look at what's happening in comedy right and this is i'm sorry no, isaac's i'm sorry but, but no uh, what, yeah. are yeah, what are you apologizing for well because you're the only non-comic I mean, yeah. oh isaac um, has so very so well. very strong opinions on comedy <laughs> oh yeah Don't that's worry. true that's he, true you do have love i actually job. think isaac being a non-comedian probably makes his opinion the most pure in this room but but you talk about what's happening in in the college circuit um, what do you comedy. mean by that, by the way? Because 
Okay, so uh, a lot of a lot of comics or a lot of bookers in the college circuit, right? Talking um, about specifically the Vice example, right? The Vice example is a great example. Yeah, that's that's a great example of that. But even outside of just the Vice example, NACA and a lot of the college um, the college bookers, um, and not just college bookers, but just a lot of bookers in general um, don't want to book people outside of their own political view, and they chalk it up to capitalism, saying that that's what their market wants. They don't have market research to back that, but sure, we'll take it. That's capitalism there's coming no control from the group liberal the... side of things, right? But there's and no so, control group. That's the problem. No, exactly. Like, and, you and, don't know that conservative comics wouldn't make more money because you've never booked them. So you're measuring it's, it would be like if everyone in the NFL played with one leg, <laughs> they'd go, well, these are the numbers. And it's like, well, what if we had a guy with two legs? Well, it'd be like if everybody in the NFL was white and, and then they'd be like, well, nobody kneels. <laughs> the real question is, are white people allowed to say NACA? <laughs> oh my god as long as that's it's without a, that's as long a failed as open mic joke he's used that before as long as it's without the hard er i believe is the rules i've believe me i've been read what the rules NACA? very clearly i want to i want to we kind of we were starting to talk about your facebook post and then we got yeah off yeah of it. So, so not to get too far down the rabbit hole yeah the the one of the one of the things that i thought was problematic about that post was it kind of allowed west side to have its dumb argument because it, it sort of acknowledged, it sort of made it seem like what was happening on your Twitter was connected to what was happening on the Darkest Hour. And I think that sort... It was. that It was, but it wasn't. Like, that's, that's ultimately the reason sort of why this whole podcast evolved from was because uh, you, tied, you tied me and Adam into, into your Twitter controversy, right? Mm-hmm. So you sort of acknowledged Westside's argument that whatever the problem with the whole thing was they were claiming what was going on on your Twitter page suddenly somehow was related to what was going on at the show. Sure. And and you didn't really fight that idea at all. It was Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. And and had you reached out and said that and said you're actually making their argument for them by doing this, I sure. would have taken it down or tweaked it or whatever. Well, it was, and that's all I wish you would have done. Well, it was also what I was in the status where I was like, I don't, I didn't want to bother you with, I, like, I didn't feel like piling on and being like, yeah, you fucked up by posting this. I, I, my whole thing was it's already posted, it's already in the atmosphere. I just have to respond to what's there. Yeah, I think that was my. My well, primary and issue the purpose of that post was really just a blanket of like, okay, so the show had been booked out for two more months or something. I didn't, I didn't want to have to go in and be like, hey, everybody, your dates are canceled, right? You know, so it was more or less that, and and then also kind of sticking my foot in the ground of, I really wanted to highlight with that post to other comics, like, I, I don't think you should be supporting a club that doesn't support the art form, right? Well, I agree with that. <clears throat> I, and it, and, so. and by the way, like to be and the the point you made of like, dude, there's people that still go up there regularly that have been accused of real worse shit, like actual behaviorally bad shit that perform and run shows at West Side, and you know it's a slippery slope to start getting involved in in what you think is okay and not okay from the comedian's perspective, and particularly when the when we built the Darkest Hour around the idea that comedy has no boundaries. Right. And so, you know, I, I, I was trying to point out the hypocrisy of it. And I was also trying to point out to other comics like, dude, they're, they're coming for you next. If you have any opinion that isn't just like dick sucking and cuckolding and agreeing with everything that everybody says, you are not going to be fucking you're not going to be around. 
And and I think it, for me, it was more about calling attention to them and not calling attention to you guys or trying to bring you into the mix or any of that. Also, though, I felt like it highlighted the fact that they didn't give either you or Adam the opportunity to independently maintain a relationship with the venue. Well, of course, that was the re- that was aside from your thing because the merits of what the best uh, what the best process to deal with that from the club's perspective. That's a separate conversation, but yeah. that's true. You're right that they. You know, I hosted that thing for two years, and Adam was involved for four years, and they didn't even have the courtesy to say, like, hey, listen, we appreciate you being involved. It's just... Because- Josh brought too much heat on yeah. us. Like, And have a real conversation with me. It's the conversation my agency had with me. They're just like, we, we don't... They were like, we're alternative TV people. We're we managing... Or, you know, we're, we're representing you to host shows. We don't really see how we can continue to do that. Right. And I, I go, listen, I understand that. But to be honest, none of these, none of the controversial shit came, that came out, are you unaware of? Yeah. You know, well, and, and isn't that such an interesting thing also? It's they, and isn't that to return to the Saudi argument, isn't that exactly kind of the issue here is that the agency who probably really does only give a fuck about money. Absolutely. Like I, I'm, Absolutely. Yeah, if, if I was under yeah, contract, yeah. they wouldn't have they, said a right, fucking word. Exactly. Isn't it weird that Josh, a comedian, can say something so offensive that he now feels that he has no market, that he can't ever host a show again? You know, like, that's crazy. No, Josh absolutely still has a market. Because there's a ton of people but on exactly. Twitter that agreed with Josh right. that liked Here, his tweet. Here's the but difference. they feel that they can't ever sell a show to who? To the people who paid money to make shows, who are what? One Good. of our attorneys <laughs> is a Jew. No, no, <laughs> the Jews. The Jews is the problem. No, right, Isaac. No, Isaac's no, point is Bright, Breitbart is a Jewish company, so obviously Jews are not the problem because Breitbart is. But you're like 100% making, you're making your point. They believe that the market is so left leaning. Wait, why did you say Breitbart is a Jewish company? Because Andrew Breitbart was Jewish. He was. Yeah, but he's yeah, dead. But he's dead. The the editor in chief is Jewish. Okay, there are the like the th- ten of their writers are fucking Jewish. Um, Shapiro used to came from Breitbart. I mean, they are they're super pro Israel. They're a very like Jewish company, Breitbart. Okay, but back to your point, you're saying that by the agency's own admission, by having any right leaning opinions. I'm now unmarketable in no, this no. industry. But but it but, just proves Isaac's point. No, but it, it comes down to this, right? They do probably have market research, right? They're an agency. They're, it's it's in their professional opinion that that they can't continue on with you, right? And why? Whereas, whereas no, but whereas there's plenty of conservative people. There's plenty of people in the conservative blogosphere. And where the where are publication. they? They're doing fine. Where? But what not in the mainstream market. They're they on don't the have internet. shows. They're, they're on they? the internet. You don't. You don't think I that Fox. Is... I mean, you don't think Glenn Beck was mainstream right. when he was on. Forget Bill about Rivoli is mainstream. Forget about Fox. Fox is mainstream. Forget Fox. about Fox. But it's mainstream. It is absolutely mainstream. Yeah, but but you got to look at who are those people represented by. It's a very small piece. No, I mean it's that, basically limited to Fox to News. With, it's like Fox News. Is there yeah. anything else though out there where what? you can have a? Can you have a conservative leaning TV show? You know, yeah. Wasn't yeah. that what the dad, the Tim Allen show, Last was like kind of conservative? And then yeah. they canceled it. But it, the ratings weren't great. No, I, I heard the ratings. You're were. absolutely. I heard that's the absolutely incorrect. It was the number one show in the time slot. Do you know why I know that? 
because I shared the same time slot with it for two years. <laughs> it was the number one show in the time slot for seven months straight. We how much? Back, did it, how much did it it's cost back. to make though? How much did it cost to make versus the other? It shows? doesn't matter. It's bringing in four times its cost in advertising. But if it costs four times more to make, is it worth it? Four times is relative. Four times is a four times multiple. If it costs forty million and four times one hundred sixty million, it's still making the margin. And it's back. But Last Man Standing's back on the air. Yeah, it's back on. Or the it's air. going on to be. Fox. Is it? Okay, yeah, fine. I mean, that was perfect. on ABC. Po- Post Roseanne. But they, that's uh, a perfect example. That's a perfect example, Adi, of what Isaac is talking about. They made the decision, and what they said was, well, it's a very expensive show to make. But they didn't say it's also our most profitable entity, which is why Fox was like, we'll take it. Okay, I mean, this is the point I'm trying to make, right? For forever, I mean, there's still plenty of shows that you can call them. I guess the best way of putting this is you can call them left leaning if you want, or play right. Yeah, leaning it's called if you all want, of the shows, or right leaning if you want. What's your de- the, what, what's the, the definition of, of a left leaning show? Give me a definition of what a left leaning blackish show would be a left leaning. How so? In that it's in that it's entirely a, it's entirely casted by minority principal characters. What well, does that what, have to do with left or right? Yeah, that's not a political agenda. You don't think there's a political agenda behind the show blackish? A show about black people is a show about black people. So yeah. the the uh, what. The what you're presenting to me is that so why somehow the, having a show about black people is, in, is inherently a why did the sh- why did the show about kneeling during the anthem not air? I don't know why did it because it would have clearly identified the show's writers as being left leaning, but it didn't air. To your point, it didn't right, air, it didn't which air. is the same thing that's as last man's. That's because yeah, the NFL it it, true that the, to return to capitalism, the NFL truly is hemorrhaging viewers. So they're now they're like fuck. That's not why it didn't air. It wow. di- it didn't air because ABC was in the bidding war for Thursday night football and they didn't want to lose that That's bidding a, war. That's the real reason. Yeah, so but, I mean but the NFL truly is hemorrhaging viewers I think largely because But again, you know. I, I don't understand how we're talking about the kneeling thing in the NFL, but why is that like right versus left? That's not a policy position. Well, I'm asking about Do you watch about, the show? I don't watch Black. Okay, I watched the show. It's very good. Well, because patriotism is a right-wing thing. But nationalism is a white right-wing thing. And when you are in public in front of millions of viewers, uh, you know, taking an act that seems to protest or denigrate the American nationalistic tradition, then that's that's interpreted as a left-wing thing. Yeah, Yeah, and any show that's openly anti-Donald Trump is clearly left-leaning. Okay, but to to make your right? point or not not to make I don't your even point. know if I agree with that. I don't uh, any, Well, what makes Last Man Standing a right-wing show then? I don't watch any of these shows. I don't either. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a weird then it's a weird thing to have an opinion about. Let me yeah. let me just what say this mean? real quick. No, I I'm not but I'm not having an opinion judge. I'm just asking the question because you're saying I'm saying this I'm, well, you're I'm saying, saying these this. are left-leaning shows and yes. I'm asking what well, related to you, right and left has to do with you would the, have to the go, makeup of the show. You would have to go through the episodic stuff like one by one, but the the spin-off show of Blackish as well what is it youngish yeah, or something grownish so grownish, grown-ish. Yeah. um it, it's all left-leaning principles it's, like what uh the uh, the approach to the opioid epidemic what the approach mean? to call it well what's the approach to the opioid ad- epidemic that has to do with left or right what is it the what idea that, that it, the government needs to change law to fix it okay so that's an answer yes right? so I would, that's, I would that's make what the I'm, argument yeah i'm they... not trying to get in the minute you want to go through the show bible no, episode just, by episode I'm just curious no, because campus rape culture and how men need to change and right. be better and but i mean but Josh, every single episode black, is written from the left perspective but 
and you know that those writers' said, rooms are full of no, no. But that being said, people. that I mean, you that know being that. said though, it's, j- hey, you're making this anti-Semitic with all that. <laughs> every time I'm I just, say anything, I'm just <laughs> Adi's about to go post-workout if we don't <laughs> let him speak. Right, right, I'm calling, right. I'm calling it like I hear it. Okay, look, but by the same argument that 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 show is is left-leaning, then Roseanne and Last Man Standing are right-leaning, and Blackish really addresses both sides of a lot of those arguments. How right? so? One of the a, a few of the characters on that show are Trump. Supporters, Dion Cole. No, 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 no. The, 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 um, the, it's all, I don't know her name. Do you remember the, the episode about guns with Dion Cole where Dion Cole was the gun owning black man and he was treated like a fucking nut person? There's, but they also have arguments. They, they have had other arguments on that show, right? About, about how middle America voted for Trump and why they would do that. Sure. So they have these, they present these arguments. They're trying to be as fair as possible. Also, to, back to your point, uh, a show like Blackish. You're talking about it's not just about, um, you know, these shows are the network shows are about advertisers. So with Last Man Standing, the number of people paying for product placements and things like that weren't there. Blackish is entirely sponsored by Buick and Ikea. Right. So every episode there's, you know, you see like a Buick car in it and then all the furniture in the show is Ikea furniture. And at the end in the credits, it says sponsored by Ikea. Almost that that entire show is incredibly profitable, even though its ratings aren't as good as Last Man Standing, right? But they're, but, they're comparable. But yeah, they're, they're comparable. On a different night. But but Blackish is automatically more profitable because they probably don't pay a dime to make the show. Yeah, but you also have to understand that there's a degree of pandering there. Like black people consume at a rate that's two and a half times higher than white consumers. So to make it's it's backed by data. You can look it up. Black people spend more money based on the shit that they consume, whether it be music entertainment that's why black influencers like rappers and everything else that's why it's far more influential to get somebody like that to do your sprite commercial than it is to get taylor swift well it's also because black people are better at making music than white people well and they just are they they dominate that game this is this is is being this is we're we're painting a lot of broad strokes right now but (laughs) i I mean i I don't know if i i I don't know if i agree with that but i mean that's a it's a tough call but i would say per capita black people are incredibly dominant but by both of your by by that argument consumption but well no in comparison to production also though yeah, I, I'm talking. I'm more talking about millennial consumption. The fiscally yeah. responsible decision for any company is to cater towards towards liberals. Revenue. By your argument, yeah. by your argument, yeah, yeah. Right? So it makes sense for your agency to drop you, right? Because because the, uh, you weren't publicly a conservative in their eyes until the minute you ended up on Don Cheadle's, you know, Twitter. So in 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 their eyes, it makes sense to to drop you because all of a sudden you have a bunch of negative attention on you in the public and the mainstream's eyes, right? Because if what's if, negative attention? Well, yeah, is if, there such if thing? black people think you're racist then they make up two two if they have two to one buying power, then that makes, you know, and I don't know about that. That's but, a broad, yeah, that's but that's a, but that is a broad, that's just as broad yeah. a statement to say black people think you're racist. There's a shitload of black people that agreed with the point. I mean, they're saying that their dollars don't matter. Okay, but in the perception of in the perception, if you were to poll people, I'm sure that the the results you get are not going to be favorable, right? No, that's the problem. When the data is manipulated to make you think that if you polled it, it would lean one way. That's the problem. Okay, but well, but where, I'm not, where, where use was me, the, use me as an example? I'm not involved. I'm your friend. Sure. I know you're not a racist. I right? wish I were. It so, would make life a lot easier. I would just <laughs> lean. I would lean honestly. And that's the thing about this whole like, thing that's crazy. Why would somebody like me, when there's clearly a market for white supremacy, right? Why would a guy who's as smart as me fight so fucking hard to prove that I'm not if I just was? 
Right. It's yeah. a yeah, fucking well, right. Why wouldn't thing. you? Why yeah. wouldn't? Why wouldn't he just be a, a TRS? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, no. Daily Show. Why wouldn't you just be Isaac's, Daily Show? Isaac's person? friends at the Daily Show. Because there's actually a lot of money in there. No, no. But, but, but uh, just yeah. to back up what you're saying, he does kind of have a point though. With if if black people do have such a powerful hold on consumption, and they think you're racist and they're going to boycott you, then it does make sense. It does support his point that there is some financial backing and it's not just this political slant. You I don't know what I, mean? I don't disagree, but I think uh, here's the thing. I think it's easy to draw those sentiments, but it's also easy to create that narrative by choosing what to share. So when the story trended on Twitter, they didn't share any of the articles that supported the point of view or that understood the point of view Who's and then they? cited yeah. Twitter in, in the Twitter moments when it was trending. They okay. didn't show all they showed was outrage, 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 outrage. Right. I think there was. Enough they didn't outrage, show any though. of the other. They didn't show any of the other groups that said, here are actually five examples of what support what Josh Denny is what saying. Was the well, actually, of, the top tweet yeah. when I looked at you, the top tweet when I looked at like hot tweets in that uh-huh. zone, actually, the top tweet was in support of you. But it, it was, was saying his. it was saying like uh, the reaction to this kind of proves his point, you know. But yeah. hold on, the, the, the top first of all, the top in the trending feed. If you're yeah, talking trending, about the trending feed right. on Twitter, even that algorithmically is served to you based on what but, they but think. Yeah, you I don't think they're. See. Are they pruning right. that? I don't know if they're pruning top tweets. No, no, absolutely, they're not. They're tr- they're well, serving it's, it's it to you. It's self-serving. It's based yeah, on yeah. your predisposed bias. Right, yes. right, right. So, right, right. so uh, I'll just say this in terms of my opinion, right? Of of what I saw and the perception around what I was seeing, it was almost entirely it, everything that was shared with me that I could see was negative. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and those were the, there's a lot of black voices in there. I didn't see any black voices to come out in support of you. That's so, my point. You didn't see them. It doesn't mean they didn't exist. Absolutely. And absolutely. you don't know to what degree because the algorithm is feeding you what it thinks you want to see. So the na- to be able to spin that narrative to say that I don't have a market with black people is absolutely fucking ridiculous because the amount of black people that came out in support of that tweet is huge. And the ratio only ended up being two to one. Everybody want to talk about the ratio, 11,000 comments to 6,000 likes or whatever. Right. That's a two to one ratio. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so that, it's a com- and, and the 6,000 sure. people aren't all white supremacists, dude. They're yeah. all people that generally belong to multiple groups in culture. Right, right, right. Gay and black, mixed, right. trans and black. And they are going, yeah, man, I, I'm constantly told that one part of my culture allows me not to speak on another part of my culture. Did this uh, harm you with the gay community, Josh? Because I know you have a lot of fans. No, they're, matter of fact, I think it's stronger than ever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you ever go in Josh's Instagram, there are some very... It's uh, so but, funny. But so those just, blue eyes. Those, I mean, those, and, those and, nice and, and no, it's his bear status. And it's yeah. all these yeah, guys that love bears. Listen, and this is the one thing you have to understand. We're talking about market of economy. If you think gay guys give a fuck about your politics... <laughs> You don't know shit about gay guys, all right? Because headed bears, you're they're like still guys. I could commodity. I could be screaming the n word at a gay black man, and if he likes husky red bears, he'll fuck his way through dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's like I a Milo say, thing. Men like can Milo reconcile so anything yeah. to come. Yeah, right. I, I will say that that coming back to the the point about um, identity politics entering its its rearing its way its head into all of this right i i i'm making the argument for capitalism as as it is what it is right now right but in terms of what it should be should it be that way and and i think you were trying to make that point earlier right it's it there's definitely this ugliness to it but 
if you if you want socialism in your um across your fiscal issues are you going to tolerate socialism uh, social, across your the, business issues? Well, I don't like oh, it right. in either space. My, my only point yeah. to argue with you is that any time a conservative show has come out, it has done gangbusters. And they're just... Yeah, think about Million Dollar Extreme. Million Dollar Extreme was like the number one show Roseanne. On, that, on that show. Roseanne. But and they were, Roseanne wasn't even... Didn't they Roseanne wasn't all was, kinds of Roseanne was 18 million... Yeah, but was that a conservative show? Yeah, it was a conservative show. Yeah, was the character was. Trump. Let's, was. let's be clear. Roseanne is also a show with a huge amount of name recognition. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be like if Seinfeld came back on the air. God, so oh, don't even say that. <laughs> that could happen. One of our attorneys is a G. Okay, you're now obsessed. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's just get a hand on. I, I actually think it's really great that we've kind of boiled this down to the capitalism versus political bias thing. So as Charles, you're the one person who hasn't weighed on this. And then I want to like zoom out and kind of talk about something a little slightly different. But what do you think? Do you think that the uh, powers that be, the establishment, the media establishment, are they driven only by capitalism or do they have a political bias? I, I don't think it's as easy to say one way or the other, right? There's a lot of factors that are, that are involved with, with that. It's not all political bias, but it's not always capitalism either like people don't make rational scientific decisions based on everything that happens people panic it's just like with uh, what happened to you west side the comedy theater they just panicked yeah they didn't go this is just gonna blow over as soon as the next outrage happens yeah by the time our show would have been on which would have been what last friday nobody would have given no a shit. if anything more people would have shown up probably yes yeah and then they would have maybe caused you some Started problems us, perhaps and then you <laughs> could have addressed it in the room yeah. it would have actually been great if if we'd been able to go through with the show so i no, i don't think that it's pure capitalism that drives these decisions but i don't think it's pure politics either yeah you know i think there's a mix people are complicated right they make decisions based on a host of different factors so the perception i think the problem is that online there's a perception that like oh this is really bad and all these people are going to abandon us because they are so angry, but it's just angry people doing what angry people do online, yeah. which is cause a big stink, and then nothing happens. And then forget about it. I like mean, United Airlines, did they? Well, it's ever like it's all the people. That, no, no, it, nothing of course ever not. Well, it's it, like no, it it, as 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 Dan Depriel said to me uh, about sort of this controversy. He was like, all these people that are angry are the people that couldn't stop Donald Trump from getting elected president. Like, they don't actually want to do anything. They just want to make it look like they have some sort of opinion. Yeah, they want to feel like they have some kind of power. Absolutely. I mean, to 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 the point that, that this thing that happened on Twitter to you more than likely won't affect your career in, in what, 35 out of the 50 states, right? In this country, I don't more think it'll likely... affect it in any of the states. Here, yeah. Here's what you have to understand. And this is what people talk about the career. And this is where I'll put my foot down. Right. It's the, the, the question we have as artists is who do you want to be famous for being? Do you want to be famous for being who the industry tells you to be? Adi Gordon, token Indian guy or token Middle Eastern guy or whatever the fuck they pick. Or are you going to decide that? I'm going to decide what I'm famous or not famous for, what I'm successful or not successful for. And all I've defended in this whole process is my right to think openly because it's how I do comedy. It's how I, it's how I do a podcast. It's led to everything that I've ever done. And the reason I got the representation I had is because when the, in, when the network asked me to change, I did it. Yeah. And, and it's the biggest regret I ever have. 
It's and and what ultimately, mean, what, what does that mean? Say that when the network asked me to change my my appearance, to change my presentation, to change what I'm tweeting, to change what uh, the rate at which I'm doing comedy, all those things were challenged during the process of making the show. Mm. And so, and the promise that they give you is like you you could do this for a lot of years, man. There was a lunch I had right before the decision to to renew the show for a third season came up with the main producer of the show, and and in hindsight, it seemed at the time it seemed like a very benign lunch. In hindsight, I know exactly what the purpose of it was. The purpose of it was to get me to agree to quit doing stand-up comedy. Entirely. Entirely. Why? That seems crazy. That seems like they would be mutually beneficial. Or were you too edgy? That's the reason. They they didn't want any controversy that would have arose from the kind of comedy that I do. Despite giving me the show in in spite of it. Like, why would you have picked me at all? Right. right, right. Like these these networks go through this whole thing, and it's because they think they can force you to do it, and they and think they, they can. They get off, on and they think they can That's tell they you that on. it's the only way. Yeah, they think they can tell you it's the only fucking way to do it, and I believed it. And when I bent the knee, there was no job security. Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. make more money. Yeah, I got pimped out for the first twelve month period of my contract, and when the money went up, it went away. Yeah. yeah. So who did I compromise for? Yeah. I compromise. I compromise for an end zone that's unreachable. And in a way, there that compromising is testing you it's almost like if you bend the knee it's worse it you is. know what i mean it's like i mean it, but that's then the you're same. less of an artist and then you're yes. worthless you're yes. worthless because you're less of an artist but that's the same hap- thing happening to nfl players right that are that are no, they don't want them to bend own, the knee they don't well yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're bending the knee they're, 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 yeah, yeah. but but no i mean it's it's literally the same same argument where they they uh, can either stay quiet and not voice their opinions and and just be whatever the NFL tells them to be until their knee blows out and then yeah that's it that's, exactly that's right? true yeah have fun is, in the I CFL agree exactly I agree the average point. and the average lifetime of an NFL player is eighteen months or something like that and yeah. then they're done well the they're, problem they but, get in but and this is out. The, this is the problem I have with the NFL thing and everyone loves to draw the comparison right that the Roseanne thing is the same as the NFL thing it's not because without the players there isn't a product. That's the difference. So they're not merely employees. And the fact that the NFLPA is allowing them to be treated like employees by this ruling being passed down means yeah. they should strike for the entire season I, because we, they're we, partners in the product. They're, they are the product. They're not employees. Yeah. We I, need I to totally do a whole agree. other episode. Maybe after this one, we can do just an episode on the NFL controversy because <laughs> we don't want to get too deeply into that. But Isaac's favorite topic. Uh, no, I think uh, it's funny. On Rogan, on his most recent episode with uh, Ruben, I don't know if you heard this. I saw. No, I haven't. What's I haven't his name? It. Ruben. Was it? Dave, Dave, Dave Rubin. Rubin. Mm-hmm. It's actually really funny because it's clear that Rogan like really doesn't like Dave Rubin. Mm. I've never seen him be so mean to a guest. He's like really mean. To Dave, Dave Rubin's Rubin. annoying. He's very annoying. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, Ruben's kind of Dave Rubin's kind of Ruben? like kissing his ass. I'm he's like kissing Rogan's gay, ass the whole this time. This is what I'm I don't like. Just a gay yeah. guy that yeah. likes right leaning. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I just like right. Dave Rubin always he always uses that to like get out of everything. He always goes, I'm a gay married guy anti-death yeah. penalty i'm like it does there was gay fucking nazis it doesn't matter like <laughs> yeah there were it doesn't matter if <laughs> if, if that's are. yeah <laughs> no did they call them fagsies yeah. <laughs> was that a thing you're gonna get in trouble yeah here's, here's josh, josh. Oh, using God. making a t-shirt no, i'm making a t-shirt with a <laughs> rainbow swastika uh van is that van lathan over there yeah yeah <laughs> watch out oh we can we can touch in his fist we can talk we can talk about that aspect of everything Wait, too because okay. i think there's an interesting takeaway from that but, since then hold on so Rogan on that show says he d- gives this example of yeah when you get to Hollywood all you're the kind of person who just wants people to like you 
and you're in this room with people who you need to like you in order for your thing to work. And they say, oh, so like, uh, yeah, we should all vote for Hillary Clinton, right? And you say, yeah, I'm a huge supporter because you want them to fucking like you. And this is how it starts to get out of control because this really powerful entity is constantly forcing people to bend the knee in different ways to get this pot of gold at the end of the fucking rainbow that they're kind of dangling over your head. Well, and the if proof there's a fucked up political bias in that group, which I think it's fucking obvious that there is. I mean, I understand maybe it's like deep down it's more capitalistic, but there's something to that. But it's a great lesson what you just said, right. Josh, which is like, don't fucking bend the knee, man. When well, they come to you and they tell you, yeah, the pot of gold's just waiting here, but just compromise yourself. Compromise this thing you believe in to give us what well, we want. Fucking don't do it. You well, know? And, and, I mean, and, and I'm, the I'm proof, a victim of the same thing, but right? The pr- wait, but wait, the, wait, proof, wait. the proof of what you're saying is, which comedian's virtue signaled against what I said? It wasn't the ones that have all the money and that have made it. They, be- they agree with what I'm... Even if they don't agree with what I'm saying, they agree with my right to say it. Sure. The ones who virtue signal are the ones who are on the fringe trying to get brought into the club. Well, but but there's bad examples. I mean, you look at Sam Hyde, man. I mean, Sam Hyde's making it work because he's got a, a, a following, but they gave him a little taste and then they fucking took it away from him. Yeah. You know? Anyway, sorry. Joe, but what, what I was saying about the ones who were virtue signaling... I mean, I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, right, from the other perspective because for the vast majority of, of everything I've ever booked acting wise, all that I, ha- I had a, it's the same thing, right? Where I've, I've had shows that I was on and I had recurring roles and things like that. All of that stuff gets taken away from you. If you refuse to be the person that they want that you they to want, be. Right. right. And I, 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 in terms of my craft, right. So when you're acting, they want you to play this guy with an Indian accent and, and this person that I'm really not qualified to play at all. And it's honestly disrespectful for me to even go out there and do this like, Fake brown and, brown yeah. sambo type character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And, it's and basically brown face. Yeah, yeah, brown, yeah, brown yeah, face. Right. And 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 yeah, Adi, for the most part, I refuse tell to do Tell everyone where you're it. from, yeah. Adi. This this adds I'm, to it. I'm from Kansas City. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. exactly, exactly. And, like, and, right. and I'm not, what part of India is that? Yeah, yeah. But what are you saying? But I mean, and certainly this is something that brown kids. Can, I'm sure all minority kids can relate to to some degree, but especially brown kids deal with where I remember I've I've just the number of times I've people have asked me, oh, where are you from? And me going Kansas City and them going, you know what I meant? And it's like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Like we're, you know, I watched so- that happen yeah. Yeah. in real life at the comedy store one night because we were there and some dude came up and was asking Adi about where he's from. And Adi goes, oh, I'm from Kansas City. He's like, yeah, but. Like, you know, before that, where you're really from before that. And it's like, yeah, no, which that's... is fucked up when it's like you, because you're so obviously not whatchamacallit. Although I, I have it, had not what you're just obviously not <laughs> like off the Uh-oh. boat from fucking India. I mean, I'm, but I'm you, American. You're American. I'm an American. Yeah. Whereas, but what annoys me, though, on the other end is like I asked a Korean girl who had like a very thick accent uh, the other day, go. like, where are you from? And I didn't even do the whole where are you really from? But she immediately got mad because I asked, like, where are you from? And this Which is, is bullshit. And this is what I'm but, but I hear against. what you're saying, Adi. I mean, it's, it's true. It's like when they're trying to pigeonhole you into this thing. Yeah. And, you know, awareness of that is good. I mean, you shouldn't be out there getting treated like, oh, you know, where's your fucking 7-Eleven? You know, I mean, that's fucking yeah. bullshit. But, but this is what I'm fighting against. Where did that come from? That reaction to what you said came from this belief that asking somebody about their culture by by, by default is insensitive. Okay. 
Well, but because we came from a place where maybe that information was then later used to make jokes about somebody or whatever. But now I don't want us to get to a place as a society where you can't have a yeah, dialogue. What if somebody said, what's your ethnicity? Would but that I, piss you off? But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what it is. It right. Might. I want to offer it up. I want to. It, it should be my place to give that information sure. up, just like it's your place to give that information up, right? Nobody is ever coming up. I mean, I'm sure maybe once or twice it's happened in your life, but it's very rare that anybody's like, "What is your ethnicity?" I actually right? get it all the time, if believe it or not. Yeah. You assume I well, don't because I'm white, but well, I get it all I, the time. I, I, I just would. Nobody yeah, thinks it's though, offensive like, because I'm I, Irish I, I, and I'm white. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's the same question. But, no, but no, this I'm, is. I, I I hate to be this guy, but this is the standard white perspective on this, which is which is just assuming that because it's okay for you, it's okay for everybody. Like people that are not white and are not the quote unquote standard, yeah, they yeah. don't want that to be the very first interaction they have with you. Yeah, it's, I don't that, disagree. All right, well, that's I'm, fine. But do, but here, okay, and this is getting back into the the something that I, I, yeah, I'm I not allowed it, to say. Well, I I think the thing I'm not allowed to say you, here is that America is a white country. Okay, it is a fucking white well, country. Jesus all right. Christ. It is a majority no, white Josh, country. It Josh gonna need, to be, I'm going to need to be cut out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to be a majority no, white country. Josh, that doesn't mean I wanna, it's better. I, I want to answer what Charles said. Josh is off the hook. I want to answer what Charles said. Okay, okay.